Answer down. Yes. Yeah, because Friday's beach day <laughs> in November. <laughs> October. Feel that <laughs> this first story that we're gonna start with might be one of my favorites in a long time. I would agree. I would totally agree. <laughs> So they get Kevin Klein. Yeah, they Kevin Klein. <laughs> hey, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, you, you hear about like I don't know, was it Saddam Hussein or other you know horrible people? Like, oh, we've got our doubles. We'll send them out, and it's not mm. me. Yeah, Princess Amidala. Big yes, Kira Knightley. Yes. For Princess Amidala, Natalie Portman, right? But it's fun when all of a sudden you realize, oh crap, this really does look like this other <laughs> Yeah, right. So in England, the police had put up a post about a guy that was wanted for stealing, I think he stole a wallet and some coats and a... Most importantly? Uh, well, some beer. Beer, yeah. yeah. A jacket, a wallet, and a cell phone from a restaurant, actually, is what he stole. And then they got footage of him later trying to steal beer from a shop. And when they posted the picture, people in England lost their minds because they're like... Pivot, it looks just like David Schwimmer. Of course, it looks like the friend that nobody's heard from in a while. No news about Schwimmer. This is really on point, though. I mean, if David Schwimmer was on a lot of drugs and mm. went on a bender for a while and just didn't yeah. sleep for three days, this is what he would look like. Yes, if David Schwimmer had tiger blood. Yes, yes, um, very Charlie Sheen face. You know, and it's funny because I picture the guy stealing the beer and like whining about the whoa, the beer's warm. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, I got the beer. Marcel took the beer. Yes, exactly. So, but the good news is that David Schwimmer had a completely fantastic sense of humor about mm -hmm. it. Dressed up in all black clothing and went to a store and basically recreated it and was like, I have a fantastic alibi. You know, I was totally in the United States while this was going down. Here, let me prove it to you. So he made this little video. So on point. Here's the problem with that video. What? It makes him look more like the real perp. breaks the fourth wall. Schwimmer did the same thing, and you realize, you know, this is stupid because he's, you walk into the store, don't you have a clear view of your right. face? You know that you just stole something from somewhere else. Well, maybe he used the money that he stole from, from the, the restaurant that was in the wallet, wallet. Mm -hmm. to buy celebratory beer. I got these guys. I got them. Oh, I got these guys. I got and then you just look it up at camera, left, right, and center, mm. like, what? My face. Right. Right. It's not covering 
I think I've met him several times. Oh, really? There's this thing in my family called the Joe sighting where they see my doppelganger. It's been the running joke since I was about five. Did they put you in a cage? Did they take him to the Asian kid? Yeah, it's, it's always, always an Asian, Asian kid with, with a bold haircut. haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean seriously. seriously. These, These guys, guys would look nothing, nothing like me. <laughs> and, oh, it was Joe sighting. Why? Because he had a bold haircut. There was a right? website called MyHeroWebSite.com. And it's basically anybody that has a bold haircut. <laughs> Right. You cannot unsee the Kenny Rogers. I promise you, man, he looked like Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see how this goes. They promise hopefully it's not a real person. Well, no, she's at your parents' house right now watching this podcast. You got a big bowl of popcorn. I've taken over your family, one parent on each side of you. Oh, thank God. Yes. No. Detroit-centric, nah. But how do you rag on James, James Taylor? Taylor? Right? How do you rag on James Taylor? Like, it's like James people Taylor. Are, people are like, cool, how do we sell baseball to a new generation? And they're like, James Taylor, mocking Pete. Nothing calls up that killer instinct like James Taylor on his acoustic guitar. You know what? Maybe we don't, don't want to, yeah, maybe we don't want to hear a jazzed-up national anthem. Maybe we don't want to hear an auto-tuned national anthem. Maybe we don't want to hear a national anthem where some duet partner goes, uh, after every verse. Have you thought of that, raggers? Exactly. So we're hmm. like, sorry, Pete, you want a world series? You can do better than James Taylor. No, Taylor's. you can't do better than James First Taylor. First of all, he's like wrapping a warm blanket around you. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what? James Taylor is the comfortable cardigan and slippers of entertainment. And you don't ever, ever deny a comfy cardigan, especially in front of a fireplace. Oh, have you done that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You know, the, I, I would be, here's the funny part. What if James Taylor, like the side that we didn't know, he was like a total badass. Like, he tracks, tracks down, down these guys, guys like, like, you know, Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington and the Equalizer style. style. And, and, like, just awesome. awesome. Oh, he's, like, like Batman's Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm. James Taylor. I think he's going to be in the Predator sequel. <laughs> he's going to be jacked. He's going to be jacked. He's going to pick up the <laughs> ultimate Predator by the head and go, and oh, that's cute. what he's wearing right here, you can't tell, but he's got, like, a baseball. Oh, yeah. Like, kind of like when, uh, in The Simpsons, when, uh, oh, my God, who's the neighbor? Ned Flanders, when he seduces Marge and he takes <laughs> off his shirt and he's all cut. <laughs> Finally home. I've got a little surprise 
Right. Because I think it's because they told the story a couple yes. times. Yes. And yeah. then, like, you know, that's too much, and then more, and then the company will have to support it for more than Right. Time. Yeah, Woo! not as good as the Pirates of the Caribbean, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they <laughs> gave it number two, and also made another mm-hmm. one. They won the money. They yes. Made, they gave them some more money. My number three was a little bit uh, Jack Sparrow mm. and Peter Lorre. Right. A little uncomfortable. Yeah. Then they came out with four, and people started to get uncomfortable. Right. And then they redid the ride at Disney to be more like the movie instead of the other right. way around. Right. Okay. And then inexplicably, inexplicably, they made a number five for mm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. See, remember what happened with Superman? After Superman 3, nobody knows what the hell happened. And nobody knew. It was like, is Brandon Routh the same Superman as Christopher Reeve? Right. What's this, Chris, what's this quest for peace? Not This is what's happening to Jack Sparrow. And merch, the peg leg kids are all yes. over the place. There's a reason that they keep making it, obviously, because, you know, they're hanging out together and they're, like, keeping money for other people, mm. you know? And they will be making Pirates of the Caribbean three. Well, I think this is the one where they finally cross over to the MCU. Oh. Uh, inside one of the treasure chests is an Infinity Stone. Oh, and no. boom, it's the MCU. Infinity Stones can't be your MCU answer every time. It's, it's a, a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. You, you can, can use a MacGuffin for anything. anything. Yeah, I like the egg MacGuffin. Mm, delicious. Mm. Um, so you got to find a good place to find some yeah. great translation work. Yeah, Stan Lee. You put a Stan Lee. Okay. Stan Lee is on another boat. He just waves. Yeah. He's on a cruise ship. Stan Lee is a yeah. You know, the, the Black Pearl docks in Key West. You know, they have an excursion. Go to hit some junk shops. Maybe. Sure. Grab, uh, you know, go see Hemingway's house with the six-toed cat. Mm -hmm. And then then Stan Lee is getting off of a boat with, like, a retirement group. Boom. (laughs) MCU. You're going to tell us about pie shares. Yes. That is return on investment. Two for mm. one. So Blumhouse could be like the Indiana people with the Pirates of the Caribbean kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Yeah. So you could have a movie like this made and just keep making it and making it and making it. Right. But the writer and the person behind the movie are both either going to be 25 and then either they're done doing other right. things or they want to stop. I have a brilliant idea. Maybe it's a perfect Ooh. place. Yeah. But it's necessary to have Tom Cruise and these other guys on the team to pitch this idea for how they're going to kill that guy and mm-hmm. like bury the girl. Well. And then it's getting out before people are too concerned. But do we know that? Maybe they've written a prequel called The Binge. Oh, mm. yes. Well. Or 
they can reboot the series, use all the same fonts and, and, and like signage just to get the R out of there and call it the pug and, and reshoot the movies with cute little dogs all killing each other one night. Well, you showed me, or was it David? I don't know. We already know there's a pug theme song. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Although I don't know if I want to see Pug kill another Pug. No, no, no. It's just their owners. <laughs> they they ring the doorbell. You know, look at the camera. There's the a Pug. Pugs have the little mascot. Yeah. Like the right. Or are they looking out of a little purse? You know, at the doorbell. Oh, look at the Pug. Let him in. Oh, oh family so died. Oh, sorry. Right. So when we started with something like Pet Cemetery Two, we had the Pet Cemetery Black Pug mm. theme song come on, and then I thought, you know, well, I think it's totally cool if they do like either limited run series where you have a cable where you have like Woody Harrelson or Jim Halpern uh, and maybe like Jim Caviezel or whatever. Now on Netflix, you have someone who has not done anything on Netflix for a while that wanted to film for Pug, mm. which was Jim Halpern. It's basically the quiet place. But with visual. But with you having a pug on your arm, it says mm. to keep it quiet and it's a quiet place. You really can't look at anything or do anything stupid. Well, what if there was one where if you misspelled something, the aliens, aliens like, like they, they could call it the quiet place. place. <laughs> Just saying. Or mis misuse of the apostrophe, oh, like, you know, your, your quite place. place. Ah! <laughs> You, you got, got crappy, crappy spelling and grammar, you're, you're gonna, gonna die! die. feeling have you been sleeping any better mm, well anybody know what type of level four i was condition condition possible pregnancy so please don't have loud something's happening we need to speak huh? did you see something They deserve hope. Every single decision I 
going on the trip now, it's going to be rough. Hold on! If you hear something in the woods, you tell me. If you hear something in the water, you tell me. But under no circumstance are you allowed to take off your blindfold. The brilliant David noticed something that I did not notice. I knew that this was a Netflix thing. Yeah, However, yeah, but I wouldn't say she deserves an Oscar for this one. Well, so. how do you know? Maybe she'll sing. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Because she'll, she'll still have a duet with an alien. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I think this is basically a two-hour infomercial to boost Netflix subscription. Do they need it? I feel like people are in love with Netflix right now anyway. They're going to bring in a – well, they're going to have James Taylor do the soundtrack and bring in a <laughs> well, different well, generation. We know people, people love James right? Taylor. They don't get mad about anything. You know, if they want to boost subscriptions, Netflix should just, like, buy YouPorn and call it Nutflix, <laughs> right? So when you log in, you can just click on, like, you know, the kids, adult, and adult, and adult with a capital A. You can click on a, a menu that's called Bustinart. Right. Or Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> see your and history. you just see a walnut explode. <laughs> Suggested for you. <laughs> Bustinart. Next thing you know, and all your Google sidebars. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I watched that there. Farting goats, what's going on? Targeted ads can be a bitch when you look <laughs> at certain things on the internet. Sorry about your luck. I really hope Stevie Wonder saves the day in this movie. Oh, Like no! he's in a shack in the woods <laughs> and he hears something. He's like, I've got you, Sandy. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you know I can drive, yeah. right? <laughs> um, that would be amazing. What a superhero. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk about somebody who was not having a superhero mm, kind of day. The opposite. And also, clowns in your area. This could be good news or you're terrified. Next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Skatertainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! <laughs> Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. 
We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. show sometimes talking about Halloween costumes and what people are mm. dressing up as for Halloween can be fun and innocent to talk yeah. about sometimes, sometimes you put your foot in it but uh -huh. good and you realize you're a big dummy and you need to mm -hmm. uh, get it together lady that happened to Maggie Kelly She's having a little round table on her show the uh, fourth hour of the today show mm -hmm. And they were talking about different controversial uh, Halloween costumes. Mm. We yesterday were, I mean, on Wednesday, we're talking about um, <laughs> the uh, the nun mm -hmm. makeup. The sexy, horrifying nun. The sexy, horrifying nun from the movie The Nun. And mm. then that people were doing sexy versions of The Handmaid's Tale. Because mm. it's inappropriate yes. for people to do it. And so they were kind of having a conversation about that. And then somehow... Megan Kelly starts talking about how it's controversial and it shouldn't be if people want to dress up as characters that are a different ethnicity or different skin color than themselves. Mm. So she was saying one of the real housewives ladies uh, a couple of years ago had dressed up as um, Diana Ross mm. and she had darkened her skin for the costume. Mm. And yep, and so People, when they saw pictures on social media, were like, this is not cool. Do you know the history of blackface? Don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And Megyn Kelly's like, I don't see the problem. If you just on Halloween are dressing up as a specific person and you're trying to look like them, then you should be able to do the full and complete costume. Right. Well, you know, that would be appropriate if it weren't for years of minstrel culture. Hello. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't come take on. that much to think about it, Megan, and realize, oh, yeah, there's a history here, and yeah. maybe it's not cool, it's, Megan. It's just these debates always get really interesting because there's always a, a dude or two in the room that are like, well, I don't see what's wrong with it. And it's like, right. well, you're dressing up like a culture that we committed genocide to, and now it's a Halloween costume. So um, I think it was Jenna Bush Hagar and Al Roker, and I'm not sure who else, and then Megan Kelly were part of this roundtable. Mm. And so while they're having the discussion, <laughs> Al Roker's like, what are you, what? And afterwards, Megan sent out an email to her showmates and her castmates mm. and the other employees of the Today Show. And then on the air the next day, Al Roker was like, sorry, I don't think that's enough. Don't just send an email to us or to me. Mm. This went out over the air. People yeah. across the country saw this. 
You need to do apology on the air. You don't f with the Roker. You don't. You do not. Mm -hmm. You do not mess. You'll get you'll get boiled and stuffed into a Smucker's jar, <laughs> and yes. people will never see you again. Sorry. Mm. So she did do an apology, and she looked like she was about to cry the entire time, but mm. she did step up and say the words that people wanted to hear. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Megan Kelly, and I want to begin with two words. I'm sorry. You may have heard that yesterday we had a discussion here about political correctness and Halloween costumes. And that conversation turned to whether it is ever okay for a person of one race to dress up as another. A black person making their face lighter or a white person making theirs darker to make a costume complete. I defended the idea, saying as long as it, as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong and I am sorry. One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. Sometimes I talk and sometimes I listen. And yesterday I learned. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any costume, Halloween or otherwise. So it, it went on for a while. She gave a big apology and she didn't she didn't pussyfoot around. She didn't no. try and make excuses, really. She just gave, like, a full-on, the sort of apology that people, when celebrities make a mistake, hope you would give is right. basically what she did. So, right. And, uh, and I think Roker has said, you know, she's a co-worker. She's a friend. She's a great girl. She yeah. was just really ignorant in this area. Yeah. And he feels like we had a teaching moment with Megan. So right. he's kind of, you know. You don't want to see the Roker face. Oh, the disappointed yeah. Roker face. Mm. Mm. It is, uh, it'll hurt you. It'll hurt you more than angry words mm. when he gives you the disappointed Roker. Um, in Oak Park, we had heard that they're having this big Halloween boo bash. Very exciting. Good for the family, yeah. for the kids, whatever. Mm. But they had put out the word that you are not to show up to our Halloween boo bash in Oak Park wearing anything resembling a clown costume. Stop for one second. Dave's laughing about something, and it's making me laugh, and I don't know why. The disappointed Roker sounds like a weird, like, sexual word. <laughs> <laughs> like a rusty trombone. <laughs> like when she doesn't, like, finish you, and you're, like, you're just after, like, doing your job. You, have to, <laughs> she, right you, don't, just you don't finish up, and so you have to go turn on the weather channel. <laughs> oh, I... I gotta, I gotta watch the guy standing by the break wall during the storm. Oh, Shit. we've got a high pressure system coming. The oh. I thought the disappointed Roker sounds like a punk band. They all, they all dress like the dead milkman, yes. and then they, uh, the disappointed Rokers open up for him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> On tour with Dropkick Murphys. Woo! <laughs> we need to make an entry. I've never done it. Uh. So <laughs> we should just. Start telling people that that's a thing. You pull up next to a streetwalker. How much for a disappointed <laughs> roker? She's like, uh, you can set your own price on that one. I'm not sure exactly what we're about to do, but okay. Uh, mommy needs a new fur coat. <laughs> Sorry. I was just looking at Dave, and something was clearly making him laugh. And I started laughing. And I'm like, I, why am I laughing? I have no idea what the joke is. I don't know why Dave's excited. Yeah. So, back to clowns. Oh. <laughs> hey, look, clowns are, clowns are happy. That wouldn't terrify you in a dark alley at oh. all. That's, uh, no. 
So what's funny is that they got so much flack when word got out that you weren't going to be able to wear a clown costume mm. to the Oak Park party that they were like, okay, here's the deal. Um, they're encouraging parents to use their best judgment, but they are not going to ban any costumes specifically. Here's what you do. You get a dog, right? Okay. You dress up in your clown costume, and if the dog growls at you, you're out. Oh. It's simple. Well, Dogs know these things. They, uh, they can sense evil spirits in right. the room. They know. Get a pug. <laughs> you can do a pug clown purge. Yeah, I guess the initial clown costume ban came after the Park and Recs Commission. Now I'm just picturing Amy Poehler being like, guys. Yeah. Um, or I'm picturing Park and W-R-E-C-H. Recs in effect. Um, that they said they'd heard, mm. they'd heard from parents in recent years that clown costumes are associated with scary movies that are targeted for an adult mm. audience. Right. We don't want that at our boo bash, so. Oak Park, you just keep hitting it out of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, so some needling Nancy was just like, I don't think the kids should be around clowns. We need to ban those suckers. So we'll see what happens. Um, with, uh, with Halloween coming up, however, I kind of love that he attempted this. Mm. Um, so every year, Jimmy Kimmel does a thing where he has parents. I think he does it after Easter, too. I'm not 100% sure. Where they tell him, he tells so them about the kids. So <laughs> yeah. he asks parents around the country to the day after the holiday, get a video of you telling your children that you either threw away or ate all of their candy. And just these kids, just tears and tantrums and losing their mind, and it's amazing. But he kind of wanted to try and see if he could one-up himself here and add another tradition to what he does mm. for Halloween, which with the movie Halloween being so big, the reboot, mm. or the sequel, um, he thought, oh, kind of like at Christmas time, when you take children to the mall and you force them to sit on a stranger's lap. Yes. Um, I mean, granted, it's Santa. Mm. Um, he's like, well, what, what, who would be like the Santa of Halloween? Uh, Michael Myers. Yeah. Let's have kids come and, and, you know, sort of sit on the lap yeah. of, a, of a murder character. Right. And get their pictures taken, much mm -hmm. like you do at Christmas time. So here is how that went. The new new Halloween movie is a big hit. It was number one this weekend. It had the second biggest opening for a horror movie ever. Halloween, as you know, has one of the most iconic villains in movie history, Michael Myers, who is very well known to adults, but maybe not as much to kids. So we asked some parents who were walking by our theater if they wanted their kids to take a Halloween picture, the same way you take a picture with Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, <laughs> but we told them this picture would be with Michael Myers. And... Believe it or not, lots of parents sent their children right in. Right up here.
that last girl's my spirit animal. <laughs> nope. Uh -uh. <laughs> Just walking out. Uh -uh. Nope. I'm not having it. I don't blame her. I I couldn't. Ha I'm terrible about haunted houses. Oh, I can't now. stand them. But um, so I have to be the person that's like in the middle. Somebody has to go first, and somebody has to be behind. And I'm in the middle, and I like I need full protection at all times. And if anybody in a Michael Myers costume or anywhere else comes out and actually physically tries to touch me, mm. karate, like I will not wow. handle. You're not supposed ah. to touch anybody in a haunted right. house, but they try and get away with what, crap. What if it was a guy in a Michael Moore costume? Good <laughs> <laughs> <Here at laughs> Halloween! <laughs> ah. Documentaries I, are so scary, sir. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind haunted houses. They don't scare me. I don't like people in my personal space. That's yes. the, my problem with them is that you push those boundaries. You're laughing like, like if if we're, we're, yes. yes. If, if we're, we're in line at Starbucks, Starbucks don't, don't like nuzzle up, up to me, me okay? okay? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it started, started when, when I was little. little. When at our elementary school, they had a haunted house, which was basically they took a bunch of the gymnastic mats and made <laughs> a maze for people oh. to go through. And then in between the gymnastic mats, people were like sticking their hands in and stuff. And that terrified me so much that I started Did you crying. Did you no, oh. I started crying, and I I made them I made them all stop, and I made my dad take me home, like because it was a big Halloween thing, like in the mm. gym at my elementary school, and like it scarred wow. me for life. So I can see how these children, while we got to laugh at them <laughs> and thought it was really cute, maybe scarred for life from having to deal with this I fake see. Michael Myers. Hmm. I'm just telling you about my I, childhood wounds. No, Joe. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to picture my like. Whenever you tell me a story about your youth, <laughs> I try to picture a younger Don and a younger yeah. you, yeah. and, and Don, Don trying to wrangle you. you. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like that's where I go. If you were, were like coming really close, close to my eyes and then past my corneas, that's what you would see. Is this diorama of little Sarah? Oh no! When we get back, there is a song where, if this isn't you know, at least within a month, like getting serious radio play. It is the most amazing superhero song mm. you've ever heard. And we will play it for you next on Pop That. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podcasters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the dungeon master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays with PodCrashers. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, 
but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Brackey. things that happen on the internet sometimes they just lob gifts to you they're just mm. here you go you right. weren't asking for this but not only do they lob it they, they walk, walk through the, the mall carrying it gently, gently and, then and then they, they find, find the, the table with the best most meticulous wrapper no and we're not talking like you know Lil Wayne or anybody like that like a, a gift wrapper yes mm. tie it up in a bow yes. and say here mm. here is something that you can ponder for the rest of the day mm. which is is this guy trying to do a parody, or is he deadly serious with the mm. song? My, I lean towards the latter. I think he legitimately wanted to make an emotional song about the internal uh, spirit of mm. one caped crusader, right, Mr. Fat Man. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's a guy called Joe Cetterini, and he put it out there on YouTube, and he made a whole video, got a rain machine kicking, did the whole mm. thing. And then somebody spotted it, shared it on Twitter, and now, whoo, wildfire. People are mm. starting to love, and you won't be able to get it out of your head, and I'm so sorry, when Batman cries. The thought of her down on Lover's Lane, the night was black, but you could see the pain. Rain pouring down, washing dreams right down the drain. Sitting on the curb and his cape and all his head hung like he broke the law His heart lost a battle Torture was in his eye I saw tears in Batman's eye When he cried All day, Joe. Ah. All day. When Batman cries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think this will really get legs when Lifehouse covers it. <laughs> yeah. Or Scott, Scott Stapp. Stapp. Oh, available. Yeah. So I don't know if if uh, if the uh, who owns it? Is it Marvel? Who owns Batman? DC. DC. Okay. Mm. I don't know if DC is going to shut this down or if they're going to embrace. When Batman cries. Oh, I think they keep it going. It's pretty much the only thing they have that's uh, in their favor <laughs> yeah. that's going right right now. Right. It is. 
It is Wonder Woman's pushed back. Right. Who knows what's happening with Shazam? I haven't heard from him for a while. And whoever is going to end up playing Batman in the next Batman movie, I feel mm. like at the very end, you know, if they do little extra clips that you stay through the credits for, the last, last one should be this video yes. <laughs> of when Batman cries. Lean into it. Lean into right. the when Batman cries because it's a... Uh, it's a gem. In, uh, in 2021, 2022, at Homecoming Dance, dozens of high school seniors <laughs> will be Winnie dancing. Cry. Yes. Oh, man. It is. Uh, it was a piece of art, that one. Now, in other superhero news, and I feel like we kind of already knew this was coming. Yeah, but we did. You, they foreshadowed it. You found a picture that some people are saying is photoshopped. Other people are saying, no, this is real. And this initially showed up in one of Gwyneth Paltrow's Instagram stories. Mm. So this is a thing, and this is her armor, and that she is going to be in um, the next movie as Rescue. Yes. Uh, and then they have to call Rescue 911. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm so bad. Because uh, uh, there had been sort of like grainy images of the artwork for some of the toys that are going to be coming out. Mm -hmm. And one already showed what looked like purple lady Iron Man armor, mm. which would be her rescue armor. Yes. She was going to be fescue, but covered with grass, but that wouldn't be tough enough to take on um, <laughs> Yeah, people have been wanting this. They foreshadowed this in Iron Man 3, where she she used the armor to kind of get the F out of the mansion before, spoiler alert, before oh, it fell right. uh, into the ocean. Yeah, we've seen that, but yeah. we've never seen her in her own customized, there's, right. room, there's room for the boobs, you know, this is my yeah, armor. Yeah, because all female superhero armor has to have molded boobs. Right? You gotta lock and load them in somewhere. Yeah. You don't, you don't wanna be squishing them down while you're trying to fight crime. Yeah, so. well, she got a little, you know, a little packet in the mail from what's that, uh, the thread people. Uh, oh, Stitch Fix? Stitch Fix. <laughs> she tried Opens, on different armors. She armor. tried on the different armors. And <laughs> thank God for the free return postage, right? Right. But her so, style counselor really mm -hmm. knew what she liked, and yeah. she, she realized, and it's purple. I yeah. think that's going to look best. Yeah, you can even preview the looks yeah. online. It's fantastic, really. Mix and match, mm. and yeah. So, yeah, because the, the two things that allegedly Paltrow has leaked, and I would imagine she had permission to, because she's mm. not like a Mark Ruffalo that just pulls <laughs> a Tom Holland. Right. <laughs> um, is A, this picture, and then B, she said that um, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark are going to have a baby. Yes. But the rumor is that Avengers 4 is going to take place like five years later, mm -hmm. which means we might get to meet their child um, at five mm -hmm. years old. Um, but if there's all these different alternate timelines and everything, and if they go back to fix it, mm. does that mean that this child doesn't exist? And is that going to be a quandary from Emma's parents? Do we save mm. the world or do we save our child or what do we do? My theory is what she was trying to tell Tony in the, the opening scenes of uh, Infinity War mm -hmm. was that she was pregnant. Because he hangs up on her. Right. You know, he, get, he loses his signal, his carrier, clearly not Verizon. No. Um, he loses the signal, and, sh and she's trying to tell him something. Mm -hmm. And I think she's like, I'm having a baby. <laughs> she's holding up the test. She's already registered. She's painting a room. You know, there's always that scene. Yes, exactly. Where the mom, it's always the mom painting the room. Haven't you ever noticed that? Right. And it's not yellow for sure. No, they're um, going to show us gender reveal. Mm, oh, yeah. guess He's going to use his repulsor <laughs> to pop a balloon. And a, oh, my gosh. I don't know. What if the baby's born and it looks like Rhodey? Oh, my oh, 
that's hey, not this good. baby looks like Don Cheadle. What the? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Whoops, a daisy. <laughs> so anyway, people are excited oh, about this Captain picture. Captain America. The baby's born with a shield. What the hell? Oh, I wouldn't be mad at her for that one. Um, now, we haven't had a good challenge in a while. Mm. We had the Kiki In My Feelings Challenge. Yes. Where people are doing the dances oh, all over the place. Oh, by the way. At the hockey game last week, a couple yeah. of the kids, one of the dads started bringing a Bluetooth, like, big-ass boombox. Really? And they're in their gear, in their gloves. And people are doing the, the little, the, the seven-year-olds in their hockey gear. Oh, they were so trying to do the kiki cute. dance. Yeah. Nice. So we had that one. And then you had the horrible challenges, like the cinnamon challenge and the mm. Tide Pod and all yeah, that. Yeah, the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> all that yeah. hoo-ha. Mm. But now, the latest thing that is flying around the internet is called the Falling Stars Challenge. No! <laughs> it is no. obnoxious. So it's basically, I think it started in Russia, it says, but then mega-rich Chinese kids adopted it. Right. And what they do is, you either have to look like you're falling out of a very expensive car or a plane, mm. private plane, and then you're face down and you have all of your scattered luxury goods and your money yes. spread out on the ground like, oh, I dropped all of my, you know, it's whatever. It's the most obnoxious humble brag you've ever seen. It's oh, not humble. I'm such a klutz. <laughs> oh, I, I fell out of the, the car. car. Oh, my Louis Vuitton. golden iPhone fell out. Yeah. What the hell? So here's, here's a good example of this girl with all, you know, the expensive makeup and the camera, the expensive bag. Mm. I don't know what is going on with the little dolls on the yeah. left, but... Yeah, so uh, that's basically what they all look like. Uh, but what's fun is that some people are trying to expand the Falling yes. Stars Challenge. So we have it now with children. So you can see the uh, the child version of this one. Oh, he has so many trophies. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that bragging oh, son of a bitch. I can't believe So many trophies. Yeah. And so it has also been spread out to your pets. Your pets can do the Falling Stars right. Challenge. Yeah. Look at how many things that cat oh. has. Yeah, the cat has Uno cards. <laughs> Glaze. My goodness, that cat Men throws down the draw four on you. Ah, <laughs> my God. Look, that cat's got a wild collection mm. of watches for some no unknown doubt. reason. But some wipes, some spray. Mm. He's got everything. But, yeah, I appreciate that they fanned it out to other we things. Should, we should do the I'm so poor challenge. Oh. All these radio people will be doing it. So we could have like ramen noodles. What else is like? I'm living on a budget. Um, Re reused Kleenexes. <laughs> um, you know, pencils with the eraser worn all the way down. Yeah, uh, we could have some things that still have like. No, yes. Five oh. hour energy. Oh my gosh. Have a five hour energy. Some shoes with the holes worn right. in the bottom. Nice. A Salvation Army shopping bag. Yes. yes. Oh, we need to stage this picture and make that hashtag happen. We, you know we should. Hmm. We should. Yeah? You want to do we this? We can do it. Let's you do, do, do a little photo shoot later. Get, who, who on the staff has, like, the, no, no offense to anybody, find the person on staff with the crappiest car, David. <laughs> we'll have Sarah falling out, and it'll be just, like, with all kinds of returnable cans. Oh, that's <laughs> a good. I like the returnable cans. That's nice. Yeah. We get what's the what's the super cheap? Would we do collection notices? PBR or what's the best cheap beer? For Natural Light. Natty Light, yeah. yeah. Natty Light beast running. <laughs> yes. Should we do that? Oh, we should. We should. We're gonna yeah. make that happen. All right. When we get back, I uh, I'm not a person who ever tries to do this, but there is there's like a network of people. Network. There's a network. It's an underworld. Are it you is an underworld. Yes. It is. It's a total underworld mm. world of. Um, secret menu items or menu hacks mm. and they have them out there 
for everything. They have them for, you know, mid-range restaurants. They have them for all fast food type mm -hmm. places. They have them for all the coffee places. But what's interesting is one fast food place has decided we're going to take something from the secret menu and put it on the menu menu so that ah. everybody knows about it and can enjoy it. And we will show you right. what that menu item is next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you feel. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. Gone and done it, Joe. McDonald's has added their first new breakfast item in five years mm. called Triple Breakfast Stack. Stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks. That sounds like what happens after a one-night stand. <laughs> because you can't just have one patty. You need another patty, yeah. and then you need another meat on top of that. You, you need, need cheese, cheese in between, between that, that meat, and then you need eggs. And then you need a biscuit or a McGriddle yep. around that. Stacks on stacks yes, on stacks. Yes, you do. <laughs> mm. So this is something that people have been doing just sort of on their own. It's like a secret menu mm. hack type thing. Well, it started because I just, <laughs> oh, Sorry. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> did we get control room? Did we get that? <laughs> Make the camera nod if you did. So, um, yeah, I kind of discovered this world a while back. Have you We're, tried it? I have never been brave enough to try there it. There were rumblings. I may sneeze again. I'm just going to warn y'all. So, so back in the late 90s, I think it was after a rave, you, you have <laughs> to wait. After a rave. 
You're like, oh, I'm so high. I need carbs. <laughs> Your whistle. Is, <laughs> yeah. You, uh, what you do is you would wait until there's, there's a time in the day. This is before the all-day breakfast, breakfast menu. menu mm -hmm. Where they, where they started, started making the lunch menu. menu but a lot of times they would still have the breakfast menu. Oh, and they needed to do something. Right. So you go, hey, can I have an Egg McMuffin? With, with a piece of quarter pounder meat, meat and some Big Mac sauce, sauce on it. Oh. And they would a lot of times hook you up. Yeah, yeah so, so for, for this, this one, I guess people would just roll up to the drive-thru and be like, yeah, can you add an extra patty of meat? Mm. I don't know how much extra they charge you. But um, so then they just said, you know, it seemed, because they wanted to get people, since breakfast is now available at all right. times, and for a while that helped to get more people through the drive-thru, but yeah. now they wanted to bring the excitement back. But I'm looking at some of these secret menu things that you can do at McDonald's. Like, you you can ask for an apple pie McFlurry, where you want them yeah. to break. Well, you can either do it yourself and order two things and then break up the apple pie, put it in the McFlurry, you or ask get them a if they bacon do it double for you. cheeseburger McFlurry. Oh, mm, yummy! You can ask for a chicken McGriddle, which normally they don't offer, yes. but you say, can you put chicken on mine? It please? tastes like chicken and waffles. I yeah, it's delicious. Um, what are some of the other ones? Oh, Big McChicken, where it's just uh, layers of meat, chicken, meat, chicken, meat, chicken, no bun. Because I don't want to have these calories and the carbs. So I'm going to eat all <laughs> of these meats stacked together. Um, and this is something I didn't think of either, because normally, like, when you go to a burger restaurant, they, ha they usually have something with an egg on it. Yes. Like, that's people's jam is to put an egg on their burger. Mm-hmm. People are going to McDonald's and asking them to do that on their McDonald's yes. burgers. So mm. just look it up if you uh, if you want to feel like you're part of the cool crowd to like figure out ways to get new and different flavor combinations mm. from the places you already know. But is this really about getting something delicious to eat, or is it about the power you're exerting over the it's people kind of the McDonald's? Power. I mean, you have, I to, think it it is. You have yeah, to have the balls, balls to do it. it. You know, right. where you're like. Sir, I would like an extra patty of this, this, and this. Can you make it happen? And the mm. person in the drive-thru probably used to the same stuff all the time. They're like, I don't know. Let me ask my manager. What I'm kind of sure. sorcery is this? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then I guess it's legit. We can yeah. do this for you. So we'll see. Something else that was proven to be legit and was an urban legend for mm -hmm. a long time. I don't know if I needed to know or wanted to know. But now there's a whole slew of articles out there. I think the first one showed up in the Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. But that um, people like to take the ashes of their loved ones and spread them in the Disney parks. Yes. And it's against the rules. And if you get caught, you will be escorted right. out. But people, I guess, uh, would you know try and do it on rides. And if they find out, they have to shut the ride down. Uh, they get everybody off. And they the have ride. to call people. They give them fast passes, and they send the they send the crew out. Yes. I I would love this to be me. That's but, where you yeah. But you've the, been a ton of times. Yeah, but I don't I don't want to be cremated. So I do want my remains scattered throughout Disney, mm -hmm. preferably Epcot Center, the okay. international part. But I don't want to be cremated. Is that weird? Well, yeah, because I'm not gonna scatter chunks of Joe. What Why do you not? think we're gonna scatter? Yeah, you, you have like, to be cremated for this. You can dry me out first. You can Ew. scatter Joe oh. jerkies all over the place. Freeze dry Joe. They said the haunted mansion probably has so much human ashes in it that it's not even funny, according to one Disneyland custodian. Why not? There's a whole bunch of fake graves there anyway. 
Um, they're spread in flower beds, landscaping, water rides like the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Dumbo yeah. Ride moats. You know what? And it's a small world. Just leave the ashes in the Haunted Mansion. If, if your relatives can smuggle your cremains into the Haunted Mansion and get you into the area where there's fake graves and ghosts yeah. and stuff like that, I'd say you've earned it. I mean, I know a lot of people do this and they don't ask permission. permission. If you, you do it fast, fast enough, enough in, in a number of different areas, and I mean, I may have scattered some ashes of a beloved pet in a park oh. that I like yeah, to go to. Go for it. Um, sterile. I know. By uh, the way, earned was with a U. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> and I know that uh, my parents have done it with some ashes of their relatives on a lake that they used to live on. So people do this all the time. Yeah. I guess it's just now we know for sure <laughs> right? that they're doing it at the Disney park. So think about that next time mm. you go with the kiddos. Sorry to ruin things for you. All right. Well, we hope that you have an awesome weekend, mm. and we will be coming back on Monday. But for now, you get to hang out with one Mr. Craig Folly for two hours. We will see you later. Bye.